All right, all right. You ready? I'm ready when you are, Enzo. All right. Well, welcome to the podcast, The Salt, Light, and The City. This is a podcast that brings light to the things that are in the dark, that um, we bring to attention what we need, like what the world needs more attention for. Um and to start off, we're just going to, I'm just going to read the passage from the Bible that all of this was inspired from. This is Matthew five thirteen to 16. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything, but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and then put it under a bushel basket. It is set on a lampstand where it gives light to all the house. Just so, your light must shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. And if we, if we may, just to start in a quick prayer, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, thank you for bringing us together. Thank you for um, everybody who listens to, you know, what we have to say and the fact that they take the time out of their day out of their day to find this valuable to them. And I just ask that you open our minds here as we talk about why, um, why anything, why we're here, why we're doing this. And that the listeners have an open mind and know that they're loved. Um, St. Paul, pray for us. St. Peter, pray for us. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. So uh, first off, I'd like to introduce my two co-hosts right now working with me. Uh, Matthew Block and Andy Sandelman. Say hello, hi, boys. Hello. Um Hey, good people. <laughs> yeah, Enzo doesn't want to kill anybody. So. <laughs> so, I'm Enzo, Enzo Marcella. Um, I'm the starter of all of this. This has been in the works for five years. Five years. Um, to put that in perspective, I'm 19 years old. This idea came to me as a freshman slash eighth grader. And I remember um, I just went to youth group um, at St. Williams. Shout out my, my hometown there and home parish. And um, yeah, I just remember watching, you know, one of my, one of my good friends now, um, at the time, good friend's dad, um, just give a talk on stage. I just remember thinking like, man, that's what I want to be. And then I went to uh, Austin DCYC, um, the Diocesan Catholic Youth Conference, um, which is held in Waco, or was held in Waco. I don't know if it's still held there, but, um, and I just remember watching those people talk, uh, watching the likes of Sarah Swafford and Paul J. Kim, and just thinking to myself, man, that's definitely where God is calling me to be. And I didn't know how 
that would actually make itself a reality. But um, here we are now. Here we are now. So, um, boys, would you want to introduce yourselves? Alrighty, uh, I am Matt Block. I am also a freshman at uh, UD in the University of Dallas. Uh, I've been going to youth group for as long as I can remember. I mean, my brother was going to youth group. Wild. Since, you know, he was eight or nine. So, I mean, really my first memories are just going to different different youth groups and seeing the priests and, and all the, the, the lay people involved there. Uh, and I remember being at a really young age just looking up to especially the religious brothers I would see who... Um, you know, were really just prime examples of what men should be. Yeah, awesome. Uh, so my name is Andy San Roman. Uh, I'm I'm 20 years old, uh, but I'm also a freshman at uh, University of Dallas. I'm studying studying business, um, <clears throat> uh, and really, I'd say my main introduction into into all of this and my my desire to continue this growth. Uh, really only came until I was a little older in high school. Uh, so throughout my entire childhood, you know, lower school, uh, middle school, um, I was, you know, exposed to this, you know, club, youth group club that my older brother was a team leader um, in. And he would always tell me, you know, like the guys that you meet in this group, they are, you know, the best friends that you'll, that you'll ever meet. Um, they're just great guys. It's a great community. And you'll love it. So I remember saying, okay, you know, when I'm in high school, I'm totally going to do that. Um, and then I started, I started, I became, I, could, I, be, uh, I became a leader. Um, and, I, and I did see that. And I, I realized, you know, this is, this is a safe space for me to really live out my faith in a way that, that I want to, you know. Um, and long story short, <laughs> it, all, it all culminated in uh, this, this call that I somehow found out. That came from that came from God, and I just knew that uh, as a senior in high school, He called me to be a a missionary. Um, so I went out and I was sent to Washington D.C. to you know lead similar type uh, youth groups like the ones that I was exposed to, trying to give those experiences to to others. So that's my my main motivation, you know, trying to give back a little bit of of what I've received. Interestingly enough, Andy actually came to D.C. where I am from mm. and was running the same clubs that I would go to when I was a kid and that I had been, I guess, promoted to a leader and that I was running as a leader and he was running as a missionary. So that's the connection there, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. And, I mean, these are my, my two best boys here at UD, um, other than the other member of the crew, Luke, who is uh, currently with sore throat. Um, my, uh, Luke is my roommate. But um, honestly, the way I found these two um, and the way I ended up rooming with Luke um, was just, it was all God's grace. Um, Luke was the first one that I met. It was just me and him or, uh, on the varsity soccer team here at UD. And we just were looking for roommates because we, we didn't have any, and we wanted to roommate with, uh, with, uh, with a teammate. And we just reached out, and we're like, hey, you have a roommate? And he's like, no. I was like, no. And we ended up together. And it was, it was almost a match made, made in heaven because he uh, is a Liverpool fan and I'm a United fan. So 
<laughs> we are not turning this podcast <laughs> no, about no, the Premier League look, look, or yeah, about I know, I know, I know, about I know, soccer or or what is this? What is relax, this? relax, relax. I just I was just saying. I need I'm to relax. Saying, right? Okay. Right. Oh, and the way that the way that I found Matt is just is just one of the one of the welcome parties on the weekend. We're all hanging out in the lounge and just we we just we just shooting pool and just is like hey let's let's. Let's go hang out outside of this, and we did, and we were uh, just driving around, connected over music, talked about you know our childhood a bit, and we were just like, bro, it's like we we were long lost brothers. And There's just- a scary similarity, <laughs> an eerie similarity found that is. Uh- a little disconcerting, but you know that's that's how it is. Yeah, yeah, just I find guess. your random twin from Texas every once in a while. Yeah, I know. It's everyone has that one Filipino guy that just you know. <laughs> yeah, man. You know me being the the German Irish. You know every once in a while I just find my my Filipino twin. You know that's exactly, how it is. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, I I couldn't have asked for anything better to be honest. I didn't think I could get any luck here with my twin. So I I really I really can't complain to be I honest. That. I appreciate it. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, now that we've introduced pretty much everyone, um, why are we doing this? <laughs> you know, um, and or even down to it, like, why am I doing this? Especially if I started it, right? And uh, I'm also studying business, so I'm gonna answer it from a a business standpoint, right? And it just starting with a business question, right? Like, is there a problem? Um. And as the listener, I want you to ask yourself, try and look at the world and ask, is there a problem? And if you tell me no, um, good morning. This is Earth. (laughs) (laughs) And we have problems. And this isn't necessarily a question about consumers. Um, This is more about human need about what we need as 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 a people as a as a planet you know what we need to to be better because we've lost what it means to just be human in fact we want to be anything but human down to it one of the one of the fundamental things about being human is is being mortal you know, and I mean, this is something that every generation has been scared has been scared of in death. But this is also a, a Christian based podcast, Catholic specifically. And if any of us are Christian, then we shouldn't be afraid of death. Because death itself has been conquered and we're able to put our trust and our confidence into something greater, greater than than human trust, greater than human strength, than human courage and human wisdom because it only gets us so far. The prophet Jeremiah says himself, cursed are those who put their strength in man. Cursed are those who put their strength and their hope in man. So why? Why do it in the first place? 
right? But I think that that comes down to to a greater question, and I'm gonna broaden this as big as it can get. Is is why anything? <laughs> you know, <laughs> why anything? Like like, boys, why why? It, we can give concise answers about like, oh yeah, what like why are you studying what you study? Why do you like staying up late playing FIFA? Why do you like eating food, right? Like we can we can answer those questions. But to answer like, for example, J. Cole says they can hmm, how, how does he say it? What? You want me to look it up? Yeah. What's the song? Um, I don't know the song, but I know it's a it's a lyric, and it's a. Uh... <laughs> oh no no no! I got it. Science is like the sun in the sky. They can tell us how, but they can't tell us why. So that's that's something that I want to kind of put to the forefront here, you know, is first of all to start off. Why are we at the point that we're at as a society? <laughs> you know, and maybe there's some obvious things and maybe there's some not obvious things, but shooting straight. Like this podcast doesn't exist if there's not the dire need for this. So why are we at where we're at, you know? Well, I mean, I think it's in, it's interesting because I, I think, especially in in society and society and and the way the way the world is, just not even just now, but just the way man is too. You know, we're we're weak. We make mistakes, but not only that, we make the same mistakes over and over again until we can agree and say, you know what, this is actually a terrible idea. Why, why am I doing this? You know, we are pretty good at that though. To <laughs> be fair, we, we, we are, are, we are pretty good and we don't stop. And, and, and so I think in the perspective of, of, you know, just a college student that, you know, we're, we're all trying to figure out life, but you see how you see it in yourself, but you see it in like, it's tough to say, but it's, you see it in the society. And, and I'm not even just saying, you know, the people you see around, but you just see it in, in man, as an adolescent person that's growing and learning things, we're weak. We make mistakes. And I think it all comes down to a lack of, of courage to step up and be, be a man, you know, just with the way masculinity is, I mean, and, and, and gender and, and all of that, it's all a gift from God, you know? And I think, I think, you know, religious or non-religious, people are kind of just swimming into nothing. You know, they're kind of just following yeah. the current. And I think it's all about, you know, who really has the courage to step up and say, you know what, I'm going to go against everything and, you know, try and figure this out for, for the sake of truth, for the sake of what's real. And I think that's what's kind of missing in, in society right now. But then the question becomes, how exactly does one do that? And how does one find truth? What exactly does that mean? And what are the ways that you can come about to truth? How mm. does one exactly reason to truth? And how are you sure that your truth, like what you believe is the truth is, yeah. is the truth? Because no, at absolutely. the end of the day, there is an objective reality and there is an objective <laughs> truth yeah. that has to be stated. And the question is, how do you find that? 
Absolutely. I mean, just going off what you said, like the fact that there is alone an objective truth, um, you know, this world is just so, oh, live your own truth, you know, you know, do your own thing, um, agree to disagree in a manner that is damaging and not helpful. Um, look at it this way. A tree can't be 23 feet and 21 feet at the same time. It's, it's either or. So for there to be, there has, there is simply a common ground on certain issues and certain things that now it's just gotten so out of hand that the idea that someone would, to ch would choose to, to not be human is an option and not just an option, promoted and supported um and that's desecrating the gift of, of human life in itself and as harsh as that may sound that's that's the truth because if you're a human not wanting to be human and acting on that you're turning yourself into something that isn't human and to be justifying that, you know, for the rest of your life, if that's what you end up choosing, then Lord knows that that might be what you end up getting, you know. Um, and look at this. We're, I'm sure many people, many of us have already heard this, but we're the most suicidal, most depressed most addicted generation in the history of mankind. And like, there's a part in me that it's just like, congratulations, y'all have screwed yourselves over. Do it again, it's fine. There's a part in me that that feels angry and upset and that says, congratulations, you've screwed yourself over. And there's also a part of me that, that empathizes, you know? And I mean true empathy, man. I don't want to, don't, don't come at me throwing this, you know, this new age worldly sort of thing that it's like, oh yeah, I know exactly what they're feeling. Like, empathy, empathy is used in the business world to understand the needs of the consumer, right? Empathy on the emotional level can be pretty easily projected and perceived by body language, the tears in somebody's eyes, the laughter that you hear. But empathy to somebody's life, that's, that's on a deep spiritual level that only God allows the gifts for. Human, human capacity doesn't render spiritual empathy, especially to the level of like, oh yeah, you know exactly what they're going through. Because you, you don't. You don't. Not without God's grace. And the thing is, is that 
we're all we're all given gifts. We're all given a level of especially empathy. But it's very important to take to to recognize what are gifts from God. Especially as Christians, to recognize what are gifts from God and reserve them as gifts from God, such as our own human lives. And for answering my question earlier as to why I think we're here, it's because, again, it's like I said earlier, I think we've lost our meaning in human life. I think that we've lost our direction, we've lost our way, and Andy's is... 100% right we're human we make mistakes and we make mistakes over and over and over again until we realize like this ain't working this ain't working no more and my concern is we get stuck for a couple of hours just scrolling on TikTok not even realizing it and that's the scary part is, is we get stuck in the rat wheel and that we stick there and we stay there and that we don't want to get out. We don't want to get out of it because we feel so comfortable. We feel so safe. We feel so numb. Because, Matt, I, you're asking, you know, like, what do we need to do to find that objective truth? Well, you gotta, you got to start at the base of it, you know. You gotta want to, and uh, and Andy's Andy's point backs it up: is that people, men and women, they seem to be lacking the courage to be able to to do this stuff, you know. And on that note. I'd like to put out a couple disclaimers here because I want to stress that we are college students. I am 19, Matt is 19, Andy is 20. We are men who are are growing, who are learning. And that's exactly why we are doing this at the at this point in our lives. Because we want to be a voice for our generation with our generation, people who journey with you, who have journeyed and have seen many similar things that you guys have gone through and to tell you it's okay, you're loved, you're seen, you're heard. And that if you can't feel that from us, then I pray that you can feel it from from the Lord God who truly does love you. But that said, we're not fully religious, like religiously educated, right? Like we're not we're not priests. Theologians. We're not theologians. We're not, you know, doctors yet. Um, and we don't know everything about everything. You know, we're not claiming to be higher than any of these people. We're not. We're not. I'm not claiming to be a Father Mike Schmidt, um, and I'm not claiming to know better than Saint Thomas Aquinas. I'm claiming to know as much as Enzo Mar- as much as Enzo Marcella knows and as much as God has revealed to me in the ways that he has. And if anyone wants to criticize like we're open to that, man. We're all ears for that because we're trying to be better. We're trying to be better. So, 
Yeah, I mean, like, Father Mike, if you got any words for us, like, hey, Reach just, out. yeah, <laughs> Father Mike, where and you at? <laughs> number two, um, we're gonna be talking a, about a lot of deep things, uh, about a lot of hard things, a lot about uh, about uh, controversial things, you know, and um, whenever we feel a certain way about something, then we're going to we're going to say it and we're going to make sure that it's clear that this is how we feel and we're going to distinct that from this is what we think because to be quite honest from my perspective from my end even with the way that I look at these two gentlemen in front of me is that I don't care about their emotions right and to an extent they don't care about mine as long as I'm in proper faculty to be talking. If I'm sad or down, then they know to pick me up. But if something makes me uncomfortable, but they know that it's right and they know that it's true, they're gonna shoot it straight to me. And I'm gonna do the same thing. We're gonna do the same thing to you guys. There are gonna be things that you guys might not like hearing. There are gonna be things that you don't agree with. And that's okay. We don't expect you to see eye to eye and agree on everything. Kind of hope you don't. But we do expect a level of respect. We do expect a level of respect from ourselves to you guys as well. We don't want to be insensitive to anybody. But again, if you're mad, if you're upset about what we talk about, then certainly let us know. But do keep in mind, if we deem it necessary to say, we will. Because the truth is the truth. And if you don't like the fact that the tree is 21 feet and not 23, I don't know what to tell you. Go find a different tree. So yeah. You know, we hope that you you guys enjoy listening to this because we're going to be completely real with you guys. We're going to try and be completely down to earth with you guys. You know, we don't want to, we don't want to appear to be higher than you guys. Like we said earlier, we don't want to be someone that we're not like influencers, like, um, Oh, look like KSI or like, you know, like, star athletes like uh, LeBron or, you know, John Morant living life, flying high and dunking on everyone. Um, we want we want to appear like normal people. We want to present like normal people because we are normal people. You know, those people, those hyper, those people at the top, like one, like 0.1 percent. You know, the filthy rich people, they, they can take care of their own things, and I'm sure we have words for them too. But for now, we're one of you guys. And we always will be. We don't, we're not any different. We're all made equal under, under God's name, under God's light. With unique gifts and different gifts for the reason that we might bring Him glory might bring him glory right and so you know continuing on 
why. I want to talk about why we have the faith that we have. Matt, if you could just kind of give a short testimony for us to start us out. Why do we have the faith that we have? Why do I have the faith that I have? Why do I believe anything? That is an excellent question. <laughs> and that is most certainly a loaded one. Well, I can tell you that at the end of the day, if I strip all religion away, as I know that I'm on the earth, and I know that I was put here, and I don't really have a choice in me being put here, because at the end of the day, I'm here. I can't do anything about that. So it leaves me with a choice. What do I want to do? There are so many options. That's the joys of free will is I can, I, realistically, I could have done whatever I wanted, believed whatever I wanted to. And I, I was raised Catholic. So, you know, I was, I was a cradle Catholic, born and raised. I was used to all the traditions when I was growing up. But, you know, that, that didn't mean everything sat right with me and it didn't mean that things were easy. And it took a, a long time and it, it, and I was a, I was an annoying kid, so I would argue a lot, and I would argue with the the priests or the brothers or whoever else was doing the talk because I, w I wanted to ask them questions. I wanted to know why did the Bible say this? Why, why did the Jews and the Gentiles not like each other? What was up with the Good Samaritan parable? Why did he walk by him for no reason? Like, come on, all these questions, 10, 12 year old me was asking, trying to figure all these questions, all these things. Why? 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 And I think I realized probably, I'd say it was close to my sophomore year of high school. Uh, I had been lucky enough to go to Rome for uh, an international leadership convention. And I remember I was in adoration and it was not New Year's, but it was about two days before. And I was sitting in adoration in this church in Rome and I was looking at the cross at the back of the church and I was asking my asking Jesus a question. I was saying, why me? Why me? Is if the Catholic church teaches that Jesus died for every single person that, that, that was, that is, and will be It's for everyone. It's not just the, it's not just the present, but also everyone who ever would be born. I said he died for all of us. So I was asking him, why me? Cause I didn't think that I deserved it. So why me? And I realized I was talking to one of the priests about, I don't know, maybe two hours after the church. And I asked him the same question. And I said, well, well, Father, at the end of the day, it's like, why, why, why me, why anyone? And he just told me because, because Jesus loves. And that's it. And that was, I didn't have much to say to that, if I'm completely honest, because as much as you try to argue against that, it's. It's a fact is God is love. That's what he is. That's what he embodies. That's, that's everything that, that he is. That's, that's how he expresses himself to us. That's the best way for us to express ourselves to others is to be human is to give and receive love. So <laughs> what better way could I understand that Jesus died for me because he loved me because I'm meant to take that love that he's giving me and I meant to give it to other people. Now the question for me following that is how do I do that? If I'm given so much love, is how am I meant to, to give it to other people? And not just that, why would I give it to other people in the first place? Because if I'm, if I'm able to have this blessing, it's why would I share it? And yes, that's extremely selfish. It's why would I share it? And at the end of the day, it's, 
yet again, thanks to the priest who told me the same thing. He told me that he told me that Jesus loves, and if Jesus loves you, shouldn't you love other people too, the same way? Didn't have much of a response for that. <laughs> so that's that was really the first moment that I I discovered like what I thought Jesus's love was like concretely, and what that meant for me, and how I should go forward from there. And the idea is that the love that I have is one that is meant to be shared. But the question was how. And that is one I'm still figuring out. And one I'm still figuring out with my spiritual directors and, and, and the priests that I discuss with. Because it's something we all have to figure out. Because it's different for every person. And I think that Andy can speak the same way through his mission work. Is that everyone will, 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 will try to present themselves the best way. But there are different ways for each people. You have different skills and you are meant to be used in different ways to fulfill God's plan, really. For sure. I mean, it's, it, I mean, <laughs> it's funny you say that because that's, that's like exactly what I was, I was thinking about. I mean, it's just everybody is meant for something that's completely and entirely unique for themselves. And it's all about uh, really taking that time to say, you know, what, and it's the same, the same question that Enzo was asking, you know, you were saying at the beginning, like, why are we doing this? little project you know why are we why are we moving and it's it's the same thing when it comes to you know what you were saying Matt and it's it's why 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 has you know my life turned out this way why did I make this decision or why did I say that thing why do I regret doing this when I should or why do I not regret saying this because it's actually right and it's just finding those answers to those questions but for everybody you know what I mean it's kind of it's like an invitation that you should at one point in your life, um, decide, you know, say whoever it is, you know, they're, they're, they're going through something. And the, the best way that I can explain this is, you know, you're a, you're a person and, and you like going to the gym, but why are you going to the gym? You have to have that tunnel vision at the end and say, Hey, you know what? I want to lose weight or I want to gain weight. And so in order to do that, I got to change my diet this way and that way. And I'm going to do these specific, um, exercises with specific kinds of of weight that's gonna help me achieve my goal. If you don't say that, and if you never take the time to sit down and think, what is it that I want, and how, what am I gonna do to get there, then you're gonna have no idea which exercises to do. You're gonna have no idea how heavy you should be going. You have no idea or even a desire to push yourself to the limit, and I think that's just what it all goes down to. It's, it's pushing yourself to that limit to, one, learn more about yourself, and two, really to discover you know, what is that, um, that purpose for you is. And I, I think that's kind of a huge like upside of, of why I like this podcast, this project so much is because we're just trying to give that idea that, uh, you know, Hey, you, you should take the time to really think about who you want to be as a person. Um, and maybe you've never thought about, you know, the topics that we want to go over. And if you haven't, then perfect. But that's, you know, that's exactly why we're doing this. Um, but at the same time, it's like, maybe you have, heard about this well hey here's another here's another perspective um so I, I really think it's all about just that self motivation desire to say you know what i'm not who i want to be but i'm at least gonna take a step now in in being the person i want to be tomorrow because if i don't do that today 
that's never going to happen. Right. The The moment that you're able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I don't like what I see is the moment that you're able to do some real self-improvement. And that is the beginning of you becoming who you want to be. Because the fact that you looked at yourself and admitted that you didn't like what you saw, it means it's really now or never. Because either you can sit there and you can stare at that mirror for days and days and days and every day come back and look in that mirror and say, damn, I'm not very happy with what I just saw. Or you can try to make that change. And at the end of the day, it's all up to you. Oh, no, oh, no absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, going on that, right, like, I think a lot of people, a lot of people either fail to act on it or act on it without the proper guidance, you know? Um, and so when they see, and they look in the mirror and they see something broken, they try and fill it, you know? They try to numb it. They try to transform it into something that it's just plainly not, you know? Um, try to drown it out, almost. And... It's sad because someone once told me so beautifully, when you don't like what you see in the mirror, that's what Jesus Christ came to save. And that's, that's what my story is, is in eighth grade, God bless this woman, um, I made uh, I made a horrible mistake. Um, we we got into we were in a relationship, and at first it was it was innocent, it was great, and we would we would stay up uh, late night talking about um, talking about the world, life, God, you know, why suffering exists, why people are poor and have different circumstances, and it was such a beautiful relationship at first, and then it just it it turned toxic on both of us. We tried to keep it up because, you know, we thought we were invincible, as one does in middle school. Um, and and we fell out, and when we fell out, it hit me really hard realizing how much I, I lost, how much was lost, and how dumb I was for, for not just being better, I felt so dumb. Felt like I, I, I wasn't worth anything. I didn't see any worth in myself. I remember just laying in my bed, literally screaming into my pillow. I have a bunch of stuffed animals at home that keep me company that I talk to when I feel down and. Um, you guys would probably be sad to hear that I was throwing them against the wall and beating them up because um, I was angry. I was angry. I was angry at myself in the world that such an abomination was allowed to roam what was supposed to be an amazing creation. And... It took me a while, it took me a while, but after li nine long, hard months, there came one time in the summer, I just, I just woke up one morning and I just heard this voice in my head that just said, 
get up. I was like, ah, okay, okay, okay. It said, like, get up. I was like, huh. And then it all clicked. It all clicked. See, then it was then that I realized, like, no, you can, if you if you fall down, now you can stay rolling in the mud, complaining and whining about yourself, covering yourself in dirt and grime and and trying to justify why it's right to stay down. And because you fall down that you want to turn into one of the rocks or you want to turn into one of the animals or you want to turn into one of the plants, anything to not be human because when you were human, it didn't feel right. And I know how that feels. But the voice said, get up. And I remember just smelling bacon and Belgium, Belgian waffles and getting up so happy that I could go and eat breakfast. My favorite breakfast, by the way. But it was, it was that morning. It was, it was a bright, sunny morning. I remember it so vividly. It was a bright, sunny morning. Woke up to the smell of bacon and Belgian waffles and the voice saying, get up. And I got up. And it was from that day forward that I, I continued to, to actually move forward. And again, like Matt, throughout that time, my question was, why would God call someone so sinful to his table? Why would God call someone so full of evil who's done so much harm to his table? And I want to tell you now that I'm not one to compare suffering. I'm not one to compare sin. Because the devil likes to do that. That's what comparison for the devil is used for. Comparison to put you down rather than comparison to help you become better is what the devil uses comparison for. Because I'm sure there's plenty of you saying, Enzo, I've done so many worse things than you. Matt, I've done so many worse things than you. <laughs> you wouldn't know. <laughs> Frankly, I don't have to know. Because I'm not God. I'm not Jesus. I, 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 I can forgive your transgressions towards me, but I can't forgive. I can't absolve your sins. Only God alone can do that. But that's why... That's why we don't compare sin. That's why I won't compare sin or suffering. I have my faith because I'm on borrowed time. I'm on borrowed time. As a child, I, I had a seizure from taking the flu shot. Before I was even one years old, I was like eight months old maybe. And I got my flu shot. And I, I seized up. I stopped breathing. I had a machine breathing for me. I was intubated. I was in the ICU. All nine yards, you know. Seeing God as you do it, eight months old. Granted, I, I don't remember this. Um, um, yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, but <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. And the first memory that I have as a kid, I will say, was a dream. It was a dream. 
know, for those of y'all who know the St. Michael prayer, um, it's a prayer against, like, directly against demons. And there was one night, I believe around four or five years old, where me and my brother were going to bed, and my brother's favorite prayer at the time was the St. Michael prayer. Um, and so we would pray it before we go to, before we went to bed, and there was one night where we prayed it, and then I slept. And I had a very scary, vivid dream of angels fighting demons. And I was in the middle of it as a five-year-old, watching it. And one image that I just remember was an angel standing on top of like a pile of two or three demons who were like, like squished under his foot holding the blade up over his head and a demon crawling, trying to crawl up to him. But the power of the angel that even just in his his free hand, he would point at him and be, and the demon would be just burnt to a crisp. Um, but I had that. Um, dream and I uh, I kind of just like brushed it off I'm not going to lie but it scared the living daylights out of me I'll tell you that and I for, for four years five years maybe even longer I didn't pray the St. Michael prayer because I was so scared of what I saw and I never completely understood it um, now I do you know, 19 years old, I do. Um, the reason that vision was given to me is because I, God has made me more of a spirit, spiritual being than a physical being, it seems. Um, and that's an exaggeration. What I mean by that is that I spend more time in the spiritual realm than the physical realm. Um, I found that through uh, spiritual guidance and, and counseling and a lot, a lot, a lot of prayer. And sometimes that's what prayer can do to you. Um, but because of that, I've seen things that people are like, oh, you don't get it, you don't understand. It's like, um, no, I do, I do. I do understand and I do get it. And those are the things that I think you're going to have to trust us with and you're going to have to trust our word on. Because, again, because we we don't have that credibility, um, it's like, wow, how, how valid are the things that they're saying? But we're, gonna, we're willing to take that risk for the sake that because we don't have that cre credibility and because we're the same age as y'all, that y'all would listen. And that's the hope. That's the hope. Now, thank you guys very much for listening. Um, we hope that you guys would continue with us on this journey and just, again, refocusing in on what matters. Um, boys, anything y'all want to add before we end up? 
I think you pretty you pretty much summarized it. I'm not gonna lie, Enzo. I just try to keep up with this and stay with us on this wild ride and see where this see where it takes us. Yeah. Who knows? Fair enough. Um. So from now on, every episode will be dropping. Uh, you could expect every Saturday, every Saturday before 5 p.m. And if you guys would want more information, go ahead and uh, follow Salt Light City 513 on Instagram. That's Salt Light City 513. All one word. Um, again, we'll be dropping more information there. Uh, feel free to DM us with any inquiries, comments, whatever. Um, and know that we're, we're praying for y'all and we love y'all. So... Thank you guys very much.